Welcome in to our first Pearl River County post-game podcast. I'm Clay Sweet. To my right, Jeff Lassette. And we're excited to be able to bring Pearl River County football game, uh, football fans a podcast post-action. Jeff, we're recording this at 9.30 on a Friday night. We just watched a doozy in Picayune and Popperville. And we will have reports like you will hear tonight post-Picune games, post-Popperville games, and post-PRC games. And we're excited to introduce you to the crew tonight and kind of give you a taste of what we have in mind. Like everything else, we'll make adjustments, uh, we'll improve, but this is, a, I think, a lot of fun and going to be good for our listeners to be able to get a little snippet of, of what each team in our county, each high school team, went through on Friday night. Yeah, it really, it really will be, Clay. And then tonight is, is kind of an all-three school. We're going to talk about all three of them tonight on this first post-game podcast. But in the weeks to come, as, as Prover Central gets back into the mix of things and start playing, you will hear one Popperville, you will hear one Picayune, and you will hear Pearl River Central. And when I say you will hear is they will be three different podcasts. You'll have a Picayune post game, we'll have a Popperville post game, and we'll have a Pearl River Central post game. So Pearl River Central fans can get up on Saturday morning, as you mentioned, and listen to their post game uh, podcast. Picayune and Popperville fans can do the same. Yep, and you'll hear the voices that will be bringing you a lot of those and just uh, the segments throughout this one. We thought it would be a good way to introduce what's coming. And so I appreciate you, Jeff. You volunteered to produce all three of these and um, just thankful for what you do for the podcast. It will be the same way that you find our Talking Ball Y'all uh, podcast, the ones that me and you have done, I guess, for the past three years, nearly 100 episodes. So we appreciate your continued success for those that you listen throughout the county and across the state. Thank you. Hello Hornet fans, Devin Smith here. I am so excited to be a proud supporter of Hornet football for the 2021 season. I am also honored to serve you in any or all of your real estate needs, Popperville, Carrier, Picayune, Hattiesburg, or anywhere along the Mississippi Gulf Coast. You can contact me for any of those needs at Remax Premier Group in Picayune, Mississippi. My cell phone is 601-347-2641 or at my office, 601-798-3399. Go Hornets! All right, so 21-13, Picayune takes it over Popperville tonight and just a real classic good football game a season opener for both you would have really never known it uh some some stuff that I know coach Beach and Popperville want to clean up to turnovers deep down in Picayune's territory but it was what we thought it was going to be I'm Clay Sweet the voice of the Popperville Hornets and then our listeners finding us how they always find our podcast I know me as the co-host of uh, Jeff and I show the Talking Ball Y'all podcast, but this is a little uh, different deal here with the post-game podcast, our first one. But let's just dive right into it. Slick, what, what were your takeaways from tonight's ball game? Well, I think that if you would have told or asked the question to both coaches, Coach Stogner and Coach Beach, um, do you think that we'll have a couple of pass touchdowns in this game tonight? They would have probably laughed you out of the stadium. We would not have expected that. Um, we would have expected them to come out and do exactly what they did, but – I thought that they came out, they understood what the game was. It's a good tune-up game. Of course, you want to win because there's a scoreboard involved. But I think that they were able to test their offenses, see what their limitations were, see the things that, that they could do. And I think that they saw that they both have quarterbacks that are pretty comfortable throwing the football. 
Uh, we did have one interception, but, um, you know, what, what Will did tonight for Poplarville, um, he looks very comfortable in the pocket, and I think that they can still use him more as a weapon. And I think the other side of it, too, um, starting with Picayune, we, we thought they would be a little bit small up front. They were. Uh, we thought that Dawdell would, would really carry the load. He rotated in and out a lot, and Dorian Robinson would come in, and he really has the better vision um, of the two backs. Uh, Dawdell comes in and really just looks to run someone over. And the other big takeaway for me for Poplarville was, you know, you, you didn't have one of your better defensive uh, tackles tonight. He was out. Uh, you were you didn't have your best offensive tackle. He was out tonight. Holston was out, a 1,300-yard rusher from a year ago. I think that what you've seen tonight is that you have a little bit of depth that maybe you didn't know you had, and these guys are now battle-tested. So when they do get healthy, they're going to be able to rotate some guys in and out and, and not have to deal with maybe as many cramps as we saw because the cramp bug gets everybody um, at some point, and it, it was starting to get those guys tonight because they just weren't getting a lot of breaks. Yeah, you saw Jamison who stepped in, Holston's spot at wingback, and really showed what some in that Popperville program uh, were looking to see from him. You saw Travis who showed his full athleticism on a beautiful catch in the end zone. And then the junior now quarterback, and Will, we see him kind of growing up. But I think what we really thought last week was just cemented tonight. This defense is going to be brutal in 4A football for Popperville. That front line is going to be able to play with any offensive line that's put in front of them. The linebackers, we saw Eddie Jordan go out uh, tonight, and I think that kind of changed the game a bit um, as you had to plug and play a little bit when Eddie Jordan went out. Those linebackers are great. And then the secondary, who had a lot of questions to be answered, look, they – they have We don't know, and that's good, right? You're not going to have to find out about them a whole lot. I think they can probably do some things in the back end. They gave up a touchdown tonight, but you don't have a whole lot of time when you get back there and really start to look around and trying to pass the football. So this defense, unlike some other years where the defense has been good, but look, it's been this wing T, well-oiled machine, uh, 3,000-yard rushers a year ago. But the defense, I believe, is going to win you a lot, a lot of football games this year for the green and gold. Especially, and look, I think our Popperville listeners may get a little sick of me saying this, but I, I've proven true, me and Jason and Jeff and Coach Beach, because the starts haven't been great over the last three or four years. But guess what? It hadn't mattered a whole lot either because you end up playing the last game in the 4A classification. And I think a lot of that goes into a loss like this tonight. Jay said it. Hey, we're not into moral victories. Would they have wanted to be 1-0? Yeah, they would have. But you played a 5A team with just more depth. That, that, and, and that played out. We saw that tonight. But from a Popperville perspective, and you and David will be able to in just a moment to kind of put on your picking perspective hat and, and speak to it. But from seeing this from the green and gold advantage, point of view vantage point there's a lot a lot of good takeaways uh, from tonight's action and if you're a green and gold fan there's a lot to look forward to and to be pleased about and I think Biloxi coming next week as a 6A is going to have their hands full and so that will be a lot of fun uh, please tune in to our Mix LR broadcast uh, next week as we will Go on the air at 6.30. And like I said, we'll bust this into three segments. This has been a pleasure to do the Popperville segment with you. Ricky Glenn will have you uh, actually play kind of two parts, you and 
David Burnett can put your maroon and gray glasses on, if you will, and kind of give us y'all's perspective on that. Hey folks, it's never too early or too late to get that spring cleaning done. Give our friends at Silver Run Cleaning Services a call. They provide Pearl River County and the surrounding areas with a professional cleaning service. Silver Run Cleaning offers tailor-made and customizable services for your commercial business, your post-construction cleanup, and your residents. Remember that Silver Run Cleaning Services. For reoccurring and one-time appointments, give Darby McCraney a call at 601-337-1721. That number once again is 601-337-1721. Let Silver Run Cleaning Services handle all your messy cleanups. All right, welcome here. We're here at uh, Picayune um, Lee Triplet Stadium. Picayune just takes the win, 21 to 13. Um, this is a Picayune post-game podcast. I'm joined with Ricky Whitaker. We're going to try to get these every week. Um, might not be me, might not be Ricky, but we're going to try to get you one every week. And as uh, Jeff has said, it will evolve, or Clay said, it will evolve and we'll get it better. Um, I thought Picayune played an outstanding game, hard-fought ball game against Popperville. And, uh, I mean, what can you ask for on the first Friday night of uh, the season, Ricky, but a, a heavyweight matchup between a 4A powerhouse and a 5A powerhouse? Yeah, and, you know, Picayune's coaching staff would never like to hear the word, you know, we're in a rebuilding year, but that's kind of what they're doing, David. I mean, they, they had to replace a lot of people. They've got a couple of um, young guys up front on the offensive line, um, they really didn't – I don't think they knew who their quarterback was going to be. Uh, we thought we might see several quarterbacks playing, uh, two seniors on the, on the roster, uh, and, and Brady Robinson, uh, Robertson, who's a sophomore, he, he's pretty good as well. Um, but, you know, I think that they got settled in with who their quarterback's going to be. I think Dawson Underwood is, is, has proved that he can do that role. He came in. You know, what do you want to see from, from a Picayune quarterback? You want to see a guy that doesn't make mistakes. I think maybe they might have had one bobbled snap. Um, the field was a little bit wet, but really didn't turn the football over. Got in and commanded the offense. Um, did what he needed to do. Snap count, uh, getting out and blocking on some of those those power sweeps. He did those things, and he got an opportunity to, to throw the football, and he made some pretty good throws. So I, I think that you found some things out tonight. Now, they are going to be a little bit small up front on their offensive line. Um, that that's going to be, uh, I think, a challenge for this team this year. But man, defensively, you look at the the sophomores that stood out on this team, and and you know you have to you have to mention number eleven, uh, Jamonta Waller, who played some wing back and some defensive end for them. I mean, we we thought this kid was going to be pretty good. There's a lot of sophomores that are really good on this on this team that came in, and look, they went toe to toe with a really good Poplarville team that you know, has an offensive line that's mainly made up of seniors and juniors. And I know they had some guys out tonight, but they got battle-tested tonight. And, um, you know, how far can they go in the playoffs? I don't know. I know it's going to be a tough year. Again, I think that they're a little bit small up front. But I think that they'll, they'll win some games that they're not supposed to win. They'll shock some people. Uh, and I think that they can, they can make a run uh, for the district this year. Yeah, I think so, too. And um, to your point, I was concerned with um, Underwood, not because of um, just him, just a big game, first game. You're starting. You're at home. It's a pretty large crowd under the circumstances. And uh, he played extremely well, got some fresh offensive linemen, some new faces in, in front. And uh, at early on, I thought they, they struggled a little bit early on. But uh, I think they made some adjustments at the half and were able to uh, 
find some holes there. And uh, Underwood played extremely well. I think uh, I think Steiner went in, started Underwood. I was concerned too that maybe he wouldn't give him the chance to work through some things. He let him work through the fumble. I mean, um, he was able to recover it, and uh, so he he actually played extremely well for a first-time starter. I want to say the defense played really well. You got a lot of new faces on defense. So for the defense to play that well with a lot of young, new faces, this is a bright team. I mean, fast. I mean, didn't see both teams had fast defense. Pickens was extremely fast. There was hardly any real long runs broke. And when you watch Pickens play, um, I mean, Popville play, they usually break a long one. Pickens did not allow that much tonight. Yeah, and, you know, and it was hot out there on the field, and I know that – you know, um, Pickens defense was was on the field a lot in the first half. They were, you know, seemed to be pretty tired. But you didn't really see Pickens start putting their hands on their on their waist until that last drive. You know, and I think that's why they took that timeout with fourth and ten on that last drive because they knew their guys were getting tired. And you know, we didn't talk about these running backs, and, and I think that you know we we definitely should. I I have to coach you know give give uh, Coach Stogner a lot of credit. I thought we might see Dante Doddell get 35 carries tonight. I mean that's what Pickens historically has done with their stud running backs, but he was rotating in and out, staying fresh. And when he was able to come in, um, man, that kid is is something to to tackle. You're not going to arm tackle him. He doesn't have the vision that uh, Dorian Robinson has. He just he just runs. He runs through whatever's in front of him. But the way this kid can wear down your second and third level, getting to those linebackers and those secondary, you don't want to tackle him. And Mark Will's a good a good linebacker. Uh, you know, Amon Harmon had a great game tonight for Popoville as well. But again, you get a guy that's you know 210 pounds running full speed at you, even if you're really good. I mean, it's still going to take a toll on you. And and they did with him what they wanted to do and limited his carries, kept him fresh. So. You know, credit to them for that. And they have another really good um, receiver, too, Noah Carter. They made some throws uh, out here to some, some, some of the other guys. Um, number eight, uh, Josiah Conti, I think he was the one that caught the touchdown. You know, he's just a junior as well. So um, he got in, you know, got some action. So they've got some weapons. Uh, and, and, again, I would, for them to come out and allow their quarterback to, to, to even open it up a little bit uh, and throw, you know, they wanted to see what he had and, you know, credit them for that and, and, and kudos to him for standing in and doing a really good job because I, I think he delivered. Yeah, I think so. And, I mean, as the season plays out, I mean, we'll see more action from the from the kids and players and we'll be able to, you know, have more to talk about. But for a first game, I thought uh, was 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 really good, Ricky. And um, I got a great interview coming up here from Coach Stogner. So, um Coach Steiner talks about the uh, game. It's going to be great um, great to hear from him on our first episode to get that interview. And uh, Coach Steiner coming up right here. All right, I'm here with Coach Steiner. Coach Steiner, congratulations on the win. Uh, hard fall game. Uh, tell us a little bit what you think how the uh, boys play tonight. Man, I'm just so proud of them. They executed everything we asked them to do. And, you know, Popperville's really good. You know, win or lose, that was a, a great football team. I feel like that just made us better as a football team. We were – you know, we had some five sophomores starting on defense tonight, and they, they've got a little experience. And, you know, just the willpower we had coming out in that second half was, I think, what put us over the edge. And But, you know, give Popperville credit. They're good. Those guys are really good on the defensive front. And, and uh, But I'm just so proud of our guys for how we executed. Yeah, I thought your line struggled a little bit in the first half and maybe made some adjustments. Uh, you want to say anything about how you thought they uh, handled the second half? Well, I mean, think about it. Uh, five of four of them, five, four or five of them, that was their first time ever starting a varsity game. And, 
And the first time start a varsity game going up against an animal like Popperville, you know, of course, you know, we're going to be a little shaky. And but we were able to get them to get them settled down and figured out, and and able to to execute what we've been wanting to do all week. Yeah, how you feel your uh, first time starter quarterback did tonight? Oh man, I thought he did amazing. I mean, he he handled offense so well. We had great rhythm. He's a competitor, tough as nails. I mean, he was cramping on the last two drives, and he didn't want to come out, and he, he went out there and just battled for us. He battled for his brothers out there. Yeah, and Dowdell carried the weight, but Dorian Robinson was a great mix in there. Um, how's that rotation? Is that your main three going to be for the rest of the season? Uh, we got four of them we can put back there, four of them we trust. And you know, right now, Dante's the bell cow, but having Dorian there is a different than the Knicks. And then we got Chris and Nike Ratcliffe that can come in. So, you know, a lot of them are going to play different roles as, as we go along. It just depends on how we're playing, what we're playing. And, you know, Chris had to play a lot of defense tonight. So, and Dorian as well. But Dorian's three-year starter. He's probably got the most experience of anybody on this team besides Birdman. And, you know, and, and it just helps having that experience, having that guy like him. Yeah, defense played great. I want to say congratulations. And uh, next week, it don't get any easier. You got a tough, tough game against Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Davis. Yeah, what was I thinking scheduling these guys, you know? I mean, well, but you know what? It makes us better. It's going to make us better in the long run. It's going to be some kind of the same animal that we just faced tonight. I'm, I'm looking to see probably a lot, lot more, a little bit more speed on the field. Uh, Coach Mancuso's, you know, probably the, one of the greatest coaches this state's ever seen. You know, he's got like eight state championships or something like that. I think he's running out of fingers. So, you know, it's we got to go back to the drawing board. We've got to get better at us, and then once we can get better at us, we'll we'll, we'll progress. And you know, and then next week, like I said, we'll, hopefully we come out with the same willpower, the same effort, and the same attitude. Yeah, Coach. Well, congratulations on the win, and uh, good luck next week against Jeff Davis. Thank you. How do you unwind? Whether it's hunting, riding horses or just sitting around a campfire. It's better on land you own. Southern Ag Credit can finance that land. Give our Gulfport office a call at 228-832-5582 or visit us online at southernagcredit.com. All right, on this first post-game podcast, now I'm joined by Jeremy Shesby, uh, to my left over here, and, and Jeremy, we're, we're going to have the privilege and the honor of uh, doing some Pearl River Central post-game podcast. Me, uh, for once in my life, I'm going to be a – well, years, I'm yeah. going to be a fan. I have a son playing at Pearl River Central, so I'm going to be at the games. You're going to be at the games as well. And we're going to have a chance to get together each Friday night after the game and record one of these podcasts uh, talking about – what Pro Over Central has done that night and what they what they plan on doing with practices. And, you know, we're going to get some interviews with uh, with head coach Jacob Owen along the way as they, you know, been in virtual for two weeks. And I know they're chomping at the bit to get back on the field. But it's going to be, a, it's going to be awesome uh, to cover Pro Over Central. Oh, man, right now, you know, both of us are just chomping at the bit to get to watch a little bit of football. You know, you said it. You've got a son that's going to be out there on the field playing. I've got one that's coming up in junior high. And we've we've seen the work that they've put in all summer long. And so, you know, all these kids, are they just can't wait to get out on the football field. We can't get wait to get out there and watch some football and talk some football. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, we'll get Darby in the mix some here. Right. And they'll probably get us some interviews after the game. And then um, after that, you and I will get together and just break down the game, go a little more in-depth than you would in a normal post-game show. Uh, just bring, bring the listeners out on the field on Friday night so they have something to look forward to waking up to on Saturdays to get a breakdown on what we saw. You know, and that's right. And what me and Clay, the, the mindset behind these post-game podcasts was uh, to kind of get ahead of, you know, the papers on Saturday and things like that because our goal is to get them out Friday night, 
get up. You can get up. You know, if you're staying up late, you can listen to them. They'll be available. And, uh, you know, if you're getting up Saturday morning drinking your coffee, you can listen to your Prover Central Blue Devils. Or you can listen to uh, to see what happened with the Picky Maroon Tide. Or you can see what happened with Popperville. So each fan base is going to be touched. And I think it's going to be uh, bring great atmosphere countywide, uh, you know, from Picayune all the way up to Popperville. That's right. You know, we've got three good football programs here in Pearl River County. And it's going to give everybody an opportunity. You know, the guys that are on uh, the, watching the games in Picayune on Friday night can wake up. Um, they can get a, a, a better breakdown on what they got to see. And then they can turn around and see what Poplarville did and what Pearl River Central did as we all three get to see each other at some point throughout a normal season, this one not being quite so normal with COVID. Yeah, and that's about right. And, you know, like I said, Prover Central had been virtual. And, I, I mean, I know they're just – they're ready to go, you know, and they've been doing Zoom meetings with their with their uh, individual coaches. And, you know, my son tells me all about their Zoom meetings with, with the with the defense and, and what they're doing, uh, you know, but it's nothing like putting the pads on and getting out there. And they missed two weeks of that. So, now, man, they're just ready to get back to it. They got two weeks to prepare. And then I think they have Live Oak, Louisiana on September the 10th. They do. September the 10th, so junior high I saw will get started on the 9th. The 10th will be varsity. And then the next Monday, I believe, Monday. is when the ninth graders get That's to right. finally strap it on and go hit somebody with a different jersey on. And so everybody's excited. You've got a lot of guys that have been working hard. There's some exciting young men coming up through the ranks, a couple good seniors. You know, everybody knows about Dalton Lee. They're going to get to see him. Andrew Lee on the offensive line, he's going to be exciting to see. And then you've got some younger guys like Avery Strain on the defensive line that are just big leaders at a younger age. And, you know, so those guys have all been putting in a lot of work as have the rest of the team and so it's exciting uh, to see what they've got coming everybody's ready to see it uh, you know hopefully they can get back in school next week after the storm comes through and start getting some pads back on and really get back in the groove to get ready for September the 10th you know and you mentioned that ninth grade game that following Monday on the 13th but that JV game is right after that too and you're going to have some you're going to have some young players coming up my son being one of them in the 10th grade a sophomore but you're going to have a coaching staff with coach Owen and coach Soames and you know and all, you know all the other coaches out there uh, to play these young guys in the JV, see what they've got, see what clogs need to be changed, what gears need to be fixed to go in the Friday too. You might see some of them younger, the underclassmen, 10th graders come in. Uh, you know, you, injuries is going to happen. We've seen it with Poplarville. You've seen it with Picayune. But you're going to have a chance with that first JV game as well to see the intricates coming in and and who's going to be able to step up and, and fill them holes that we know that's going to happen throughout the season you know that's a that's a great point Jeff you know, we miss you miss the jamboree then the first two weeks of the season so those JV games are going to be extremely important just to get some extra playing time under the belts of those younger guys you know because it's harder we're, we're going to start the season at a disadvantage right. we're going to have less games and less reps on the field than some of these other schools like Picayune and Poplarville have had the opportunity to, to get in um, so those those younger classmen are going to get some good reps in on JV games maybe some of the 11th graders will get some playing time in there just to get some reps under their pads. That's right. And, 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 and folks, if you're listening to the podcast right now, just remember uh, Jeremy Shesby and myself, Jeff Lossett, we're going to be covering the Pro Over Central Blue Devils on the postgame podcast. So uh, stick around. Hey, subscribe. Apple iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify. We're, we're out there. Anywhere you can find uh, podcasts. Tune in, subscribe, like, leave comments. Uh, uh, trust me, Clay Sweet and myself, we read them comments. We want to give the listeners uh, what they want and what they're asking for, and I think this is a step in a direction. So uh, we'll get prepared for another one uh, next week for another postgame podcast. Until then, thank you.